He has some lips. Not, but yes, it's he has not two like two lines the, on his face. Yeah, two lines. Yes, <laughs> he has I, two I, lines. I, I want to oh, yes. about the women, Well, it's always though. pursed. It's always pursed. All right, yeah, yeah. It's like, are you have a secret? <laughs> I have a secret. Please. <laughs> with another episode of the What If After Show. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this is the show brought to you by The Keeg, where we talk about Marvel's animated series, What If. Uh, we are on episode four. Each episode's a different plot and a different story, and uh, we are talking about it. It came out at midnight tonight. We are here at 1 a.m. Pacific time, so uh, we are ready to talk about it. Once again, yes, I'm your host, Demetra Pereira. We also got co-host Paul Lau. Paul Lau! Co-host Paul Lau, hi! Oh. <laughs> you always say, hey, Paul, say hi to the crowd. So I was like, yeah, yeah let's get ahead of Dimitri. <laughs> yeah. Hi! Yeah. Hi. Um, we also, we also, uh, thank you, thank you, Paul. Uh, Paul is a man <laughs> of many voices. Uh, we also got guest uh, for this episode, Abby Zarafa Byrne. Abby, how you doing? Hello, I'm doing good. Thank you for having me back. Very excited. I'm very happy that it was this episode as well. A very exciting yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately for Ben Schubert last week, we did the weakest episode last week. And uh, I'm glad to see that this episode was more of an uptick in, in that sense. So lucky mm. for Abby. I'm sorry for Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I feel sorry for, yes. ben, you know. Uh, uh, Ab- Freud's not bad. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, if you are watching us live, you are watching us today on three platforms. Uh, we are not on uh, Twitch today uh, on purpose uh, out of uh, solidarity uh, with the, um, uh, dare I say, protest uh, uh, on Twitch to be off of Twitch on September 1st. Uh, but we are on YouTube and we are on Facebook, And uh, but our number one streaming service is volume.com it's a new streaming service uh, uh for for musicians singers it's free to create an account you can chat with us there that's our number one uh uh streaming platform i see miss marauder out there uh she says yowza that was a dark one huh and yes it was we're gonna talk about that and then on the flip side i mean miss marauder seems very excited to talk to us about this on the flip side we have somebody on youtube that i do not know SG Gaming says, what is this? A minute later, <laughs> a minute later, boring. So, so we got excellent. Our yes. Everyone's Burns. a critic. Everyone's a critic. But I'm shouting you out, SG Squared Gaming. Um, I'm sure your channel is very interesting. I will definitely uh, look into your channel and um, see the exciting things that you have to offer. But thank you so much for watching. Uh, but if you're listening to us, you're listening to us on our podcast, uh, and that's wherever you get our uh, get podcasts, and you looked up the Keeg, and you found us. So we post everywhere. But, yes, today's episode, uh, very interesting. Before we get to today's episode, what did you think about the past three episodes? Really quick, Abby. I, I I generally liked all three of them. The second one was like by far the strongest, a hundred percent in basically yes. every aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the the kind of like 
murder mystery element of the third one, but it, it didn't really leave you with that much to talk about afterwards. It was more like, here's a mystery. Here's the answer to the mystery. Right. Cool. <laughs> we wrap, we wrap like, okay. this up pretty easily. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the the first one, I think it was the the most um exciting in the lead up because it was like, you know, the first episode, the premiere of the show. Um yeah. a lot of people were digging on Sebastian Stan and Dominic Cooper for their voice acting being over the top. But like uh, they they were at the perfect level. They no. would they were doing it correctly. It, it more felt to me like Hayley Atwell wasn't bringing it up mm. to the same level. Actually, yeah, yeah, now that we have someone, you know, across the <laughs> pond, I hate saying it. I feel so, like such an American. <laughs> but she does this thing when she's fighting the Nazis and she's like, oh, that was brilliant. And I was just like, is this, is that, was that a forced Mary Poppins moment from Disney? I didn't it, feel. It felt like, very, let's break this um, up. Yeah, yeah. it, it it's about. very much, especially as a Brit myself, I can very much tell when the writers have put things in in an attempt to make them sound British in yeah. the way that Brits are presented to Americans. Yeah. But right. to actually hear it as a British person, as someone speaking like that, like 24-7, it's like, just, just calm down. Just talk normally, please. Please. Have, have Guy Ritchie in the room. <laughs> All right, you guys are me monkeys, and I'm the one turning the crank. <laughs> it's, it's either everyone is either ridiculously posh and very well spoken, or they're proper like Cockney, proper lad. You can't understand the word we're saying. Right, just talk. Just there's there's a lot of other accents. Yeah. About. But there's a lot please. of weird ones, right? <laughs> Oh, like, jo yeah. like Jody, Jody Comer or Jody Comer. I want to say Comer because of Espanol, but she's not Spanish. So <laughs> uh, I think it's Jody Comer. You know who I'm talking about? I, I might. Killing but I also Eve might not. And free, yes. and free guy. I haven't seen either of those yet. Oh, okay. I've seen only but, free but guy. Yes. I haven't seen Killing Eve, but uh, uh -huh. uh, she has an interesting accent. that's very location based. Uh -huh. I don't know where. I think it's I usually, <laughs> it tends to be the more north in the UK you go, the less Americans can understand what they're saying. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. I like you uh, that's mate. just the trend. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone say chip chip cheerio? Does, oh, is that God, a thing? No. Absolutely okay. not. Wait, what? what? <laughs> Dick Van Dyke. What's... And it was offensive yeah. then. Yes. <laughs> What's oh. an American saying that everybody thinks is American? that we can we can debunk Ooh. like when you think of just like catchphrases that are american oh um oh god i mean my my mind just immediately goes to like different um pronunciations of of words that are okay like that they're, they're, they're said in a particular way but then okay. the, the second that it's said with an american accent it just it just doesn't have the same weight to it. Okay. <laughs> because uh, it, it the intonation. Do you need time to think of to time to think of 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 uh, <laughs> uh, uh, examples? I can give you time. We can, can we can talk about the what like what if? Uh, well, the, while, well, the kids while in the U.S. are saying, uh, "Park your invalid carriage in the garage." 
You're so what? Huh? In- Sorry, I'm joking. <laughs> in- in- garage. In- yeah, invalid, they say garage over there. Motorized. Yeah, garage. Garage. Yeah. Yeah, garage. That's, yeah. Garage. But they call a wheelchair an invalid carriage? A motorized invalid. No. <laughs> no, that sounds, no. That sounds ridiculous. No. Oh, I thought I've it was. I thought that's what it's called. That. No? I don't know. Are you, are you supposed to call someone an invalid, though? I like, know. I don't know what that's. <laughs> a, I don't it's think a that's really a nice thing to say. Term. I'm sorry. Yes. So. Um, that's like saying like, oh, yes, the metal birds that we fly in. Oh, you mean planes? Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Um, talking about British people, Benedict Cumberbatch is British, and but Doctor Strange, he plays with an American accent, right? Mm-hmm. But like, it slips through. It gets like yeah. weird, right? Yeah, At, like, that was moments. As, as I was like writing my little notes on my phone watching the episode, literally one of like the biggest things that I went is oh god he still hasn't got the accent right no <laughs> it, it still slips <laughs> yeah he, he doesn't he's not Alan, quite there he doesn't Alan Rickman not on mm. purpose I think his like tenor is about the same uh-huh. and, and so sometimes I have to kind of rattle it up but in reality Mr. Potter Please turn to page four hundred and ninety-seven. That's a really good impression. The dark arts. <laughs> that's, that's but cool. it, when did oh Alan Rickman do an really American? Good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. when he when he pretend when he's German and die hard, he's oh. like, when he's <laughs> oh god, pretending to please, be American. Please don't kill me. Are you one of them? <laughs> no. It's, I, I think it's uh, because their their voices are at the same kind of like level and, and tone yeah. and everything it's yeah it's, of their but for some reason butter. when when benedict cumberbatch tries american you're right yeah. it, it just ends up as alan rickman and i have no idea yeah. how <laughs> uh miss marauder says when he gets loud or intense it definitely slips there was a word that i i i, I heard but I, I can't remember exactly what it was i tried to register it but i was like no nah, that's just an example um um well, not everybody can, can be. Oh, go ahead. Not everyone can be what? Oh, I was thinking Andrew Lincoln from The Walking Dead. Coral, Coral, Coral. <laughs> Coral. Luke, well, Andrew. it's them trying to be southern too. I know, like, I and like... they're super slow. Just everything's <laughs> way too Coral. slow. Like, sir, something in his mouth. Coral. I mean, we Coral. we are. I was. I did a um in my drama course before. We looked at like three, no, two Tennessee Williams plays. And oh. every time that we would go to it, it was always, you have to do the Southern accent. You have to do the Southern accent. And every single time that our teacher was saying to us to do it, they'll be like, slow down, elongate the vowels. Right. And for some reason, we're just it always vowels, told yeah. when you when you do the Southern, the Southern accent, you have to just elongate everything. It's a twang. It it's a like twang you're... too, right? <laughs> it's talking in slow motion. Yeah. Think about uh, Miss Minutes way, right now. The way that I think of it, and I could be wrong with this equation, uh, Southern accent, so whatever equation you want, Southern accent plus Cockney equals Australian. I reckon that's not right. Not it, but it has it because it has a twang. It has a twang. There is I mean, like a, a, I get what you I get what you mean. I you really, know what I'm talking about? This is like I've never, I've never thought of it in that kind of like connection. But now that you say it, I right. am 
I get what you mean. Kind of, yeah. 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 And I, I feel like a lot of the time, whenever, when there's an actor from either the States, oh, sorry, an alarm just went off. Um, time to wake up. <laughs> This has all um, been a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Abby, Abby wakes up. She's like, oh, no, it hasn't even started. I'm late for uni. Dog's <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> bollocks. Where's me? <laughs> Talk about a what if, am I right? Uh-huh, Where's my yeah. Yorkshire gold? All right. And a, and a crisp. Wait, I'm sorry. What was what? what? Yorkshire gold, the tea? Yorkshire. Yorkshire. See, I don't. Yorkshire. I think like Lord of the Rings, the Shire. <laughs> the Shire. Yorkshire. I mean, technically, right. it should, but for some reason, whenever there's Shire at the mm. end of a place name, we just say a shire instead. Like Worcestershire, right? Is that what we talked about last time? Yeah. Worcestershire. 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 Yeah. It um, should technically, phonetically, be like Worcestershire, but it's just Worcestershire. Uh, right. <laughs> like. It's yeah. just easier. Okay. I've always read <laughs> uh, it. I've never said it. Okay. <laughs> um, the art in this episode, uh, well, in in uh, uh, in all these episodes, like trying to get the person's face just right. Benedict Cumberbatch must be super fun to draw. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. They he has gave a him lips. That seems very specifically Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, mm. did, does he not have lips? No, he has a small no. little shark, like a baby shark mouth. He, yeah. And his face, too. It's like yeah. the nose. Like Jabberjaw. I make fun, unfortunately, I make fun of people without lips. Uh, I, oh, it's yeah, he it's one of my funnest thing to poke, poke fun at. <laughs> Tiny little mouth. You got, you got me over here with my lips and like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's like, all right. Uh, he has some lips. Not, but yes, it's he has not two like two lines the, on his face. Yeah, two lines. Yes, <laughs> he has two I, I, lines. I want to oh, yes. the women, Well, it's always though. pursed. It's always pursed. Oh, right yeah, yeah. It's like, are you have a secret? <laughs> I have a secret. Please. <laughs> um, Miss Marauder, Miss Marauder, out there. Let me know if you have a crush on Benedict Cumberbatch because. Uh, that way I'll, I'll stop making fun, but, uh, <laughs> or no, I'll, I'll keep making fun. I just want to yeah. know if Miss Marauder, Miss Marauder out there has a crush on Benedict Cumberbatch. Wasn't it um, called, like, Ugly Hot? Like, the Pete Davidson, like, they're like, yeah, yes. they're weird looking, but they're attractive. And it's uh, reminding me there's Ugly yeah. Hot and Hot Ugly, and I don't quite understand what yeah. the yeah. Adam Driver. Are. <laughs> it's non-conventional features. So like right. large nose proportion compared to like cheeks, right? Or being yeah. Miss <laughs> mm. Marauder says, "I mean, if he showed up at the door, I wouldn't turn him away." That's I fair. Need some milk That's cookies. fair. Fair enough. Yeah. Sugar. Um, uh, uh, what was I? What was I? I was gonna say something. <laughs> We're talking like about that, drawing the, though. The, the drawing art. of it in the art and uh, oh, interesting face. My, my sister coined the term. It never caught on. I didn't. I didn't go mainstream with it. It was an indie sensation. Uh, her, the term that she coined was "pugly," where it's like it's like a pug, where pugs are ugly, but they're uh, kind of cute, right? Uh-huh. So if someone's pugly, they're kind of like they're kind of ugly. It's uh-huh. like the the other side of ugly from fugly. Like fugly uh-huh. is like really fucking ugly, 
then there's ugly, and then there's pugly, where it's like, uh-huh. oh, Pete Davidson <laughs> might be pugly. Mm-hmm. Pete Davidson is not sh- like tiny and gives information. No, you don't have to be tiny. To you don't have to be black. like a pug. You don't have to be like a pug. It's just that a pug's attractiveness. That's what you know what I mean. It's, it's, like it's a, a different metric. I mean, unless <laughs> girls do, or actually, girls, everybody uh, <laughs> is attracted to cute in that in the pug sense. Mm-hmm. But as, it doesn't. It's not like people think that pugs look ugly as shit. Yeah, it's, it's like, because like, right, more in a cute way. The Chinese did Cum- that. Yeah, sorry. Benedict Cumberbatch is not uh, my my idea of handsome. No, I I can understand no. why why people do find that he's hot. Like I can yeah. I can. He I just cleans it. up well. Just, he cleans just, up just well. Just not for me. Not he's for Hollywood me. skinny, and he's got uh-huh. all the ingredients: piercing blue eyes, very mm-hmm. thin. Got, could play one of the Doctor Who's. A lot of those I, are yeah. you know, I, pulling the in attractive the... features like no lips, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> a small, right. a, a, a tight, gaunt face. A, yeah. a, there's just averages go all over the place with the. Has this just turned ratio. into a, a roasting Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah. I think we're just trying <laughs> to figure out what's me. attractive. Okay, before we move on, I just want to say that Benedict Cumberbatch is like. If a teenage girl cut out pieces of a magazine off of different pictures of attractive men, so all their features, and put it together, but it just doesn't fit. Uh huh. The eyes of yeah. some yeah. guy, the cheekbones <laughs> of some guy, you know, mm-hmm. the lips of some guy. Uh, Miss Marauder says, You say gaunt face, but I say cheekbones. Yes, he has high cheekbones yeah. on a tube, like, a, like the a minions. Tube. You know how there's the tall minion <laughs> with the one eye? Yeah. He has yeah. that head shape. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oblong, I okay. suppose, is the word. Right? Oblong? Yeah. Oblong. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so, let's talk about this episode. First things first. The first thing I notice when I go into this episode is is all the names in the uh, in the credits. Did you yep. guys notice a specific name that I want that I want to bring up? But do you notice anyone interesting in the names? Oh, I, I only saw Rachel McAdams. I was like, oh, we're going to see Rachel McAdams. Rachel. And... Rachel Big Adams was not on the list. She wasn't on like the little, huh? I thought she didn't she do was. the voice. Leslie she, Bibb did, did the voice. Leslie, I as far as I saw. Credits, I thought. Mm, let me check. Let me check. Uh, Unless I, I'm just imagining things. Yeah. I so. think you're imagining because I looked it up after. Um, that was the only name I actually remember. And then when I saw I, the illustration, I was like, that is not matching up. It does not have her. Oh, she was okay. Yeah, it does not have a beauty see. mark. Her, her jawline. Mm-hmm. It was just like not her, and I was like mm-hmm. sitting there like, dude, is there some sort of problem? They can't. <laughs> they're like we That's can't why at hire. The, at the end of the episode, I when I saw Rachel McAdams, I was like, oh, oh, like she, yeah, she actually yeah. was in it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh. Then I'm completely <laughs> wrong with what I was trying to say. Uh, what were you gonna say though? Now I'm curious. I, uh, it was Mephisto, no, Le- right? Okay. <laughs> Leslie, Leslie Bibb, um, actress Leslie Bibb did a voice in this episode. And I thought I saw it on the credits uh, where I'm trying to look it up right now. Um, yeah, it's too early for the cast list to be out. Mm-hmm. 
Dang nabbit. Uh, Leslie Bibb played the one reporter from Iron Man 1 that Tony sleeps with. Yeah. And then she's at the end scene of Iron Man 1. She right. also does the vo- one of the voices in this. Who I... The only person who... I, I, I swear I looked at the credits. What if we're in two different universes right now? Um... And you guys saw a different episode. Uh, let's see. <laughs> they just they just put different versions of the episode on different people's Disney Plus accounts. Right. Yeah, the, that's uh, what it is. <laughs> wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be the best way to fuck with everybody? Yes. Is, like, give yes. different versions? 100%. And to truly, like, like jump headfirst into the what-if concept is, like, slightly change each episode? Mm. If, if ever there's a Ghost Rider episode in China... It would just be a globe. It couldn't be a skull because they're outlawed in their medium. Right. Oh, right. really? Yeah, all That's the Fortnite stuff, they can't have like a golden skull or any skull paintings. So they just turn it into like a ball. They. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, I, I, I knew that there were like different... Um... Like restrictions on what like can and can't be shown but i didn't i didn't know it was literally just like a skull no <laughs> no 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 skulls uh it's, it's weird though because china owns tiktok but the as far as music use fair use you can use anything it's like the yeah. only social media you know you use, like, <laughs> you're encouraged level. to use other people's like copyrighted music <laughs> yeah right it's nuts i swear i'm trying to Find more information about this to make it has to make sense. Very distinct. Tilda Swinton huh? there. Oh, we were talking about voice actors. Yeah, Tilda. Yeah. yeah. So I was just going down <laughs> yeah. the roster. Like everyone from the Strange movie was there and accounted mm-hmm. for. Yeah. It was in in the episode. Wasn't there in one of the versions that like got changed when Strange went back? Wasn't there a news report on the TV saying that oh. Christine? Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe that was her. Maybe that was like a little, yeah, you're right. Maybe like a really weirdly small cameo. Yeah, yeah, right. So that's probably just to create that Marvel cohesion, then. Um, (laughs) you know, that like the reporter from Iron Man One is the reporter on the screen. Fine, ha, there goes my whole like it's not a theory, but it was like, uh, this is weird, but Mm -hmm. no, that's cool. Um, Abby, how'd you feel about the episode? I I really, really enjoyed it. I was quite confused for a bit because I was like, wait, they're setting up this thing that Christine dying is like an absolute fixed point. Yeah. But that like none of that happens in no. our timeline. Right. So how how can it be a fixed point when it never got to that stage? He becomes Doctor yeah. Strange. For a completely different reason, and why couldn't he just like reset that? But I, I guess it must be because the the split from our version of events happened quite a bit earlier. So in this like section right. of possible timelines, right? Christine has to die for him to become Doctor Strange. Right. You mean I, she has I to get think. fridged? Yes. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I. Uh. I, um, when it comes to this time travel thing in the Marvel multiverse, Marvel What If is basically like, oh, it would be the MCU, except one decision is different, 
right? That mm-hmm. leads to a cascade of changes through the butterfly effect. But like that's something that Marvel tends to do. And then there's there's DC where it's like, no, no, no. All their universes are separate and there isn't a fixed point in time. Some of them mm-hmm. mirror each other even through cosmic like balance. There's like an mm-hmm. evil there's a like in DC, there's like an evil universe with Ultraman instead of Superman. Um mm-hmm. and those don't split off because of some shared history. It's just that they mirror each other. There's another cosmic force in the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, with this, they mention that there's an absolute moment, absolute point in time, which defeats the purpose of what if. Yeah. And you're right, Abby, that like in this timeline, how does that all work with what we are thinking of like determinism, right? That mm-hmm. a series of events lead to something absolutely happening. Um but for there to be an absolute point, I think there has to be an outside, there has to be an outside force to have an absolute mm-hmm. point in time. Right? Yeah. That means yeah. anything can't happen. Yeah, the utility which, as you say, defeats, it, you know, <laughs> defeats, defeats the, the whole purpose. Like, message of the show, the whole point of the thing, yeah. Right. They uh, They kind of dug themselves into a bit of a hole there by... Because that was a thing a lot in, obviously, growing up, Doctor Who was, like, everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. So the the whole Uh concept of time travel and there being fixed points that you can't change and everything. I'm, like, I'm basically numb to all of that. I hear that and I'm, like, yeah, that's a thing. Cool. But then when What If was introduced as a series and they were framing it as this whole, there's literally infinite possibilities we're just deciding to show you this one because isn't isn't that cool yeah but then by introducing absolute fixed points that then also technically means that there aren't an infinite number of universes because if certain things have to happen then a certain number of things can lead to that happening right it's coming from ancient one though right yeah and she tends to not you know be on board with certain things until hulk says hey yo wait how about if we take like the stones and i put it back (laughs) come on Uh oh i didn't i didn't think of that before and you're like you're the ancient one i'm (laughs) I'm just a biologist (laughs) we have a radiation Yeah. Like got, ancient is in your name. You should have had time to come up with that idea. With yeah. being such a <laughs> biblical boomer, and let's get all the... Is this to- it, wait question, Paul? Is this Tony Danza as Bruce Banner? I just I just Hey my, yo, oh wait. My whole thing Who's is when he, when he comes back down from uh losing to Thanos, he's like, Hey, Thor's gone. They're all gone. Tony, there's this guy. That's like my uh, my keystone, I guess. When I'm oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tony, yeah. it's a lot of bad guys. There's a weird dude. He's got like weird fingers. <laughs> um, yes. So I think that there we have to separate the difference in timelines versus universes. We've been operating under this assumption that any split in the timeline creates a new universe, and it might not be the case. We might have a given universe with branch timelines. That universe has absolute points. Mm. 
And yeah. as long so as you don't like contradict that bubbles, right? Like within that space, within that version of events, right? This is like the possibility for yeah <laughs> for alterations. My my brain is right. doing the what if universe is animated. Like you know how Superboy Prime punches the DC universe. Or no, oh, he yeah. beats up the artists or something, and I'm like, uh huh. No. Okay, they no. What happened? I Superboy Prime doesn't beat up the artists. He, well, he's from our universe. He gets sucked essentially, but you realize that our universe is part of the DC multiverse. So then he goes to the DC verse where he's read the comics of, but yes. then he punches on the walls of reality, which changes reality, mm-hmm. and like it's super convoluted. What's uh, I, I thought he yeah. just like, broke the fourth wall, but yeah, like I'm like, well, maybe these he are does break the on the wall. movies, but uh, they're not the movies because they exist in two dimensions in CG animation. Ah, ah, so uh-huh. you're saying the medium alone makes it so that yeah. technically we it's not the same universe uh, until we have a Roger Rabbit situation where we're <laughs> dancing with Bugs Bunny, right. yeah, mm-hmm. we're not there yet, huh. It is it is super interesting. Um, Abby, have you read any of the Spider-Verse comics? I have not. I, I do have to say that when it comes to the like comics in particular, I'm a lot more DC oh, okay. <laughs> under than I am Marvel. So I, I yeah. haven't actually read that many Marvel comics. Okay. So chances are if you go, have you read this Marvel comic? I'll probably say no. <laughs> yeah. Uh you've seen Spider-Verse the movie, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. The best in Spider-Verse. Spider-Man. Yeah, in Spider-Verse the comics, they go <laughs> buck wild with with what other universes there are. So they, they go to like the comic strip that was in the newspaper that's three panels yeah. only. Uh-huh. And they go in they go into that and then that Spider-Man gets eaten. And like in three panels, he gets eaten. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, and, and then they go to like the Japanese Spider-Man TV show, and they take oh, that right. Spider-Man. And like, there's all like they do so many different like like Spider people. They do the 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 '70s Spider-Man cartoon, and like uh-huh. they hop to a bunch of different things. But that kind of just re- when I think of like these multiverse hopping. Those are hopping through mediums, different mediums, technically, oh, right? Spider They're going to the, is like know, a bat mite, right? Uh-huh. Right. He's like a cartoon character, so and a I don't know. This is this is kind of blowing <laughs> my whole mind on like what is the multiverse? Then I mean, that's that's a wild theory of mine. I'm sure they are under the guise that you are supposed to. Oh take no, this I'm not. I don't trust it. you, Paul. I'm just. That's fair. I'm just saying in general. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm just taking the piss at you. All right. Sorry. That's the last cringe thing I'm going to say. Yeah. Uh, Abby, do you feel like Doctor Who has prepped uh, a lot of Brits for <laughs> just the idea of like science fiction, these science fiction things? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think a big part of why Doctor Who was like such a thing is the fact that despite all of the the crazy time travel, space travel stuff that goes alongside it, no one really watches it for that stuff. People watch it for this version of the Doctor and who right. his companions are this season and all that kind of stuff. And then because there's all of this wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff happening right. around it, you just right. kind of absorb it in the process. Right. <laughs> so you get used to it being 
a thing that's there that you're keyed into as opposed to it being a thing that you have to like wrap your head around and then understanding the characters we just kind of accept it as it's a thing it's there Uh, right uh there's been i mean a lot of shows do like time loop episodes or like like legends of tomorrow does a lot of like you have to explain the time travel away you got to be like oh yeah this is why we couldn't have it couldn't happen because it was meant to be or eh, we can change it and we only got an hour before like you have to like change <laughs> it back like each timeline it doesn't make any sense like like quantum physics wise yeah. like Absolutely why there'd be not. a countdown clock like back to the future <laughs> once you change the past there's like a countdown clock until you can unchange the past without uh-huh. repercussions it's just so weird um that's the, time the space continuum yeah right so i mean the closest things we have to doctor who is star trek right well like there, americans there are other, yeah there are other british shows like red dwarf and then um uh-huh. terry pratchett's uh disc world series i feel like is the i don't know the timeline on that but um mm-hmm. i'm yeah, not as familiar with this world but definitely red dwarf as well that was like a a, a big big thing and they did mm-hmm. I, I think the biggest thing is that with whenever it seems that we do shows involving time travel or space travel or anything like that it's never the point of the show no it's secondary mm-hmm. to the characters and the plot which just yeah. makes it all like easier to absorb they don't spend too much time trying to explain how it all works because we're like we don't really care. We know that none of this makes sense in any kind of real world setting. We can accept that they're in a time loop within the span of one second for the next hour, because <laughs> why not? We just want to see David Tennant fight some Daleks. Like, mm-hmm. Right. right. <laughs> it's, it's the power of the sitcom where the cast yeah. is strongest, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. In this episode, we see Doctor Strange lose Christine because she's an absolute point in time in which she has to like always die. And he keeps going back and he keeps trying to change it, trying to change it, trying to change it until the ancient one shows up and fights him. By the way, I don't know if you guys know this. I am not a fan of the Dr. Strange movie. I know this, this. (laughs) but this episode, this episode struck to me like it stood out as like, why couldn't the Doctor Strange movie be better? Like mm-hmm. the Doctor Strange, the Doctor Strange movie to me was not fantasy enough, and and I'm also not a fan of fantasy. You do like uh-huh. Harry Potter a lot, but I like Harry Potter, and so I like fantasy <clears throat> in modern settings because I, Abby, I apologize. I'm not a big fan of medieval times and those type of stories, <laughs> and like, uh, why would that be offensive to me? <laughs> Look, if you came at me and you're like, I don't like cowboys, and I'm like, how dare you? That, that's enough. ridiculous. Fair enough. No. Uh, no, it's fine. Well, I feel like medieval times is to England as cowboy times is to America. Like, I feel like those are, like, very, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're the kind of, right? like, easy go-tos whenever you want a spooky, quiet, kind of deserted town with not that many people in it, but the people there seem kind of weird and off. For, for westerns? Well, for, for medieval stuff as well. Oh, okay. Because the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the town sizes back then would have been a lot smaller. And mm. most of the time, it's either... If, if you have something set in medieval times, whether it's like a whole series or just an episode, 
it's either ridiculous comedy with like zero essence of sense yeah or it's like creepy something's wrong here oh. <laughs> and I, um, I feel like it's kind of the same with like Cthulhu, yeah. like just a, right. just a small fishing village Everybody's uh-huh. eating like fish heads. <laughs> oh, hey, what yeah. you, have you have to sacrifice one outsider to the god yeah. uh, every yeah. every you know full moon or whatever. Miss Marauder says uh, she feels like this episode was better than the Doctor Strange movie. That's what I'm saying. I mm-hmm. think that the Doctor Strange movie was like, no, nah, we're not going to be fantasy. We're going to be like kung fu kind of weird laser laser shields, and then also mirror universe. You know what they, they were tricked doing. Us into thinking, they tricked us into thinking it was a good film by having some really cool visuals that just kind of yeah, like distract from it's inception. Ah, the plot's not that good, but look how crazy the screen right. is right now. Yeah. It's Marvel yeah. Inception. Kind of. They yeah. were <laughs> shifting. And the only cool part about Doctor Strange, the movie to me, is the final Dormammu stuff. And so, like, mm. cool. But like in this, we see like there's a okay there's a big moment i want to know you guys' thoughts big moment where dr strange is like i'm not powerful enough i have to absorb the power to work my way up mm-hmm. and then get powerful enough and he's absorbing i felt sorry for that first gnome, gnome thing yeah. yeah that first little gnome oh. thing he had a face all the other things didn't have faces they were animals uh-huh. but that gnome thing was like he was probably chilling at home being like hey and he's like so low he's like nobody would ever try to fight me i'm so low and then like he gets brought he's like what and then he gets vacuumed in to dr strange's soul you I know, know? it's because it's off a whole series about just the gnome dude just for justice I'm so bad. I, get, <laughs> I, I get sad sometimes when when um characters like that die oh yeah uh, i just I, I get sad i have a heart uh-huh it's because you're introduced to them and like yeah. they seem just so like just so nice and friendly yeah. they're just there they're living their little life and then two seconds later he's God. absorbed into dr strange uh, exactly we had like colonizer <laughs> yeah. view where everything was like violent and had glowing eyes and uh-huh. sharp teeth you know, and they're just like, I am scared, so I will kill it. Stop right. stop uh, intimidating me. Right. Some of those dragons might have been good people, too. I don't know. But at least the 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 gnome had a face that looked scared, and then he dies. Uh-huh. Oh, jeez. All of the other creatures looked willing to fight back. The gnome yeah. just wanted to, I think to the just bat sit and have his lunch. The weird <laughs> bat with the long arms kind of looked like, uh. Yeah, true. The one with the cape? Oh no, the bug had no, a cape. The bug right? had a cape. And he doesn't do bugs. So okay. Uh-huh. Which <laughs> I, that I, I totally understand that. I hate bugs. Was that a callback? No. Was that a callback to something? I don't think he met Meek in the movies. <laughs> yes. But like I don't do bugs. He would have just Spider-Man. Why didn't he just Maybe eat it's him? a Spider-Man call? No. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen Doctor Strange in a good couple years. So like I Yeah. Yeah, I, I, uh, it's not one of the ones that I've often felt compelled yes. to rewatch. It's just kind of there. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I know what happens. Yeah, Miss um, Marauder says the visuals in this episode were delightful as well. Mm-hmm. The power absorbing was phenomenal. Could have watched the final fight for forty five minutes. Yeah, on a loop. I mean, they fit Absolutely. a lot into this episode. Yes, yeah, a hundred percent. As I was, as I was watching it, I was like, this. Is this really only half an hour long? It it it, it just feels right. like there's 
just a lot more. Yeah, when they did centric movie, like I, because I thought the uh, uh, first the premiere episode was very long because they oh. rehashed everything. I don't know. That's just how I felt. So was yeah. this also thirty four minutes or thirty five? I, I think so. Yeah, I think it might be because this one was focusing oh. on more like contained yes. story, whereas right. the first three were all here's this version of events that you've already had a, a full film or two on and how yeah. here, here's how every other scene from the film is different now whereas right. this is here's how this film started out we're gonna change that and here's like a completely new different story that we're actually going to work through in order as like one set piece right it just felt more cohesive it yeah. was a very cohesive episode uh yeah, it was one and- set piece it was just the car and then, are they <laughs> yeah. in New York? In what? Yeah. In which part? Most of it. Whenever oh, they're yeah. like eating at a, the pizza place or well, they're, they're in yeah. that river by the bridge. It's New York, though. There's, so, there's yeah. two locations. There's that place, the, the Caligo, Cagliostro. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. There's his place. There's the Sanctum. And then there's the car stuff. It's yeah. really what it is, right? And then there were runes or wards when he goes to uh, meet, what's his face? Up, Bopham? What was his name? Oh, 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 uh, oh, <laughs> Bopham? Obang? Oh, Obang. Obang? Yeah, with Obang? the different eyes. Yeah. Oh, also, too, it is longer uh-huh. because he uh, aged himself centuries and Obang was on his deathbed from old age. I completely forgot about uh, that. Yeah. And she talks about the length. <laughs> Yo! In the in the com- I didn't even know this. In the comics, Cagliostro is Obeng. Oh, what? In the even though he says he isn't, in the comics, Cagliostro is Obeng. Well, it's an in the comics. twist. Oh. Wow. That okay. What? Did Cagliostro split himself? No. He can't do that. <laughs> He's not an ancient one. Um, that's cool. That that twist where they were split at the explosion, yeah. I was like, oh shit! Okay. They did composite. They didn't make them what? merge to be. Remember when he's like all funky when he's yeah. uh, picking up uh, Christine, and yeah. they did this thing down the middle where it's like half kind of dark, half oh. kind of. And I was like, that's like composite Superman Batman, where it's just down oh, yeah. the middle, just like... yeah, just Frankensteining <laughs> pieces. Yeah, yeah, but they're they're like two faced, mm-hmm. but just you know. Oh, I didn't I didn't notice uh-huh. that because it shifted <laughs> right in this one. Yeah, in that one it is kind of Frankenstein-y, yeah. but it did feel kind of like they did the pat like a patchwork mm-hmm. kind of quilt. Yeah. Um, um, what was your favorite part, Abby? Oh, I okay. My favorite part would have to be when when the watcher started like getting involved not intervening not changing things but that first little moment when the watcher had that moment of narration he's like i could intervene here but i shouldn't it's not like he'd listen anyway yeah and then he just turns around he's like what and i was like oh oh Oh, he can hear him And then when it came to the thing later on... Or feel on, something, right? Yeah, yeah. Almost like feeling a vibration the... of someone talking as opposed yes. to hearing them. Yeah. Mm. And then when it had the 
the the change in the the look of the watcher from just like the kind of outline with the glowing yeah. eyes and you see him kind of like visibly pass some kind of barrier to interact yeah. with Stephen and Christine yeah. and him like fading back out yeah. at the end. I I I really really like that moment. Really really yeah. liked it. Um Miss Marauder says it was like in Fleabag where what's his name hot priest or whatever his name is where he can tell that she's talking to the camera mm-hmm. uh and then she says and that's the only way it was comparable to fleabag yeah like <laughs> if a character breaks the fourth wall and then you're like i can tell that you're breaking the fourth wall it's so creepy mm-hmm. it's so creepy have you seen fleabag i haven't seen fleabag and i know i absolutely need to but that kind of trope funnily enough that happens in a lot of um british sitcoms a lot of the time, any any kind of um, fourth wall breaking sitcom, um, like like Miranda, is probably the most well known one that does that. The whole show is literally just about this woman called Miranda who's painfully mediocre. She's <laughs> she's just kind of there. Is, it, is that Kathy, <laughs> the American comic strip Kathy? Is that no. kind of you know what I'm talking about, Paul? Oh, I know Kathy. I have Kathy, no idea what Kathy yeah. is. It's, just like, it's like a, yeah, funny, Sunday funny it, comic strip. It's like a Sunday uh-huh. funny, like, she's mediocre. Isn't she mediocre? Isn't that the premise of Kathy? I don't remember. She's always <laughs> constantly in distress over Monday. Yeah. Ah! Sweat, right. drops, okay. sweat drops, sweat drops. Yeah, sweat uh, drops and, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. It, it's a thing a lot of the time. And actually, Tom Ellis, Lucifer, was in Miranda. That was, like, oh. his, his his big thing. Oh. Um, <laughs> and it, it was, like, a constant thing in that show and in loads of other British sitcom. Someone would talk to the camera, and then someone else would just go, "Who, who are you talking to?" Uh, and just like little bits like that all the time. Yeah. In so then comedies, when you then though. Hear it. Yeah, yeah, always in yeah. comedies. So then, yeah. when you see it in a um, in a more like serious kind of setting, it's all of a sudden like, "Oh, I'm used to this gimmick, but not with this tone," and it right. feels so strange. <laughs> right, and we see his face in, like, too. Way. The yes. watcher. And he's not. Oh yeah, he's not a uh, comics watcher, traditional. Again, they have yet <laughs> to name him Uatu. I'm, I'm saying, I'm telling you, yeah. he is not Uatu the Watcher. Yeah. Ooh. He's uh, uh, because, Agent ooh. Lighter from 007 or whatever. It is. Yeah, he's Felix Lighter <laughs> from 007. Felix Lighter. Uh, yeah. uh, but no, well, because because all the Watchers. There's a bunch of them, right? And they watch over different universes in the multiverse. And Uatu is the comic 616 Marvel watcher. Right. Who is currently dead, unless he got brought back to life recently. But he's currently dead. Hey, his his eyeballs means- are still around. Nick Fury had yeah. him. Nick Fury had him. But like... As he um, do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, so they have yet to name this watcher. Everybody's been calling him Uatu. He can't be Uatu. Like, it doesn't he... make sense in the Marvel multiverse. If he would be, he would be some other name because they oh, all have wow. different names. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that corn? <laughs> yes. Is that, that's corn, right? Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, sure. uh, freak on a leash? Is that what? <laughs> Look at you. You're like, is that Freak on a leash? Is that the uh, is album? That, is that uh, Freak on a leash? Well, okay. There I, in 1990. <laughs> this is neither here nor there, neither here nor there. But in 2006, my friends really liked corn. I do not like corn, but we decided to go to a concert. So I've been to a corn awesome. concert. 
Awesome. But wow. uh, awesome. I'm not interested in corn at all. Uh, but so I do remember, and we listened to the whole, like albums on the way up to the concert. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. What if I never went to a corn concert? What? You would not get my reference. And I wouldn't have gotten your reference. You might be a completely yeah. different person today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. When, um. What? I was just gonna say when you saw um Strange create a very similar like jewel or crystal. Yeah. Or maybe like a bubble, like a certain. Yeah. Scarlet Witch. I was thinking, I wonder if this is where he fails, where she would succeed. And then at some point they might need each other to create a new reality. Like maybe there's one that includes that as one of Mm. the things. So we are going to see like a super amped up, powerful version of the Scarlet Witch Mm. in an upcoming episode. Seemingly evil because... Well, Spider-Man and Okoye both like are attacking her and stuff. Oh, yeah. And mm. we, we know that we are still going to see more of like a version at least of Doctor Strange because we saw in the teasers him interacting with um like Captain Carter and stuff. Yeah. We're we're talking about what if, right? Specifically? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean multiverse of madness is gonna be its own thing that I have no idea what the fuck is gonna happen there. Uh-huh. That's uh, a whole different kettle of fish. Right. And <laughs> right uh what if though like yeah i i think i mean a bunch of these guys are gonna get together and create a team mm. but whether this this doctor strange is good or not good has he learned his lesson because he didn't die at the end uh-huh. everybody disappeared except him he's the only being in his universe in this bubble he's literally like, the center of his own universe oh wow what his reality that... now matches his arrogance yeah <laughs> he, he was super arrogant and reckless that's dr strange though like people have yeah. been saying in the no way home trailer that dr strange wouldn't mess with things yeah he would he absolutely he messes with things all the time all the time I, I i say i i i think that there is something off with dr strange from the trailer purely because a there's a couple of scenes where he's like literally directly fighting peter but when he does the train somehow, thing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he also somehow has the eye of Agamotto again, even though that's been destroyed. But with the whole thing of him doing a spell that could like potentially damage the multiverse and time and that being out of character, he literally, in the Doctor Strange film, was told at the point of like your magic training that you're at, messing with this spell could fuck with the multiverse and with time. And he went, cool, and did it anyway. Well, of course. <laughs> that just yeah. is his character. Right. <laughs> he sees he's the challenge re- and he goes, I bet. Yeah. I think that's he's why you so don't arrogant. like him. Yeah. Because he's not like, because, no, well, just in general, people, because it's like Tony Stark, we got arrogant. Peter mm-hmm. Quill, in a way, we get arrogance. And we're oh, kind of yeah. sick of that. So when uh, T'Challa shows up, not very like uh, quippy or brazen, just very cool and collected mm. and uh, receptive to his opponents you know, ideas. It was just like, Mm. this is not a hero we've met. Right. And then, yeah, Strange is just like, you got weird eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Keep in mind, keep in mind, I like Doctor Strange in Infinity War and Endgame. I like his use of powers there because his powers Mm -hmm. there are more like sorcery. In in Doctor Strange, the movie, it's not like sorcery at all. Like, it's that Mm -hmm. weird mirror thing. But like, 
when did we see him get those like like and like all the magic that we see in Infinity yeah. War and Endgame, we never saw even an inkling of that in Doctor Strange. Well, that's I was thinking and I like in that, that fight scene. There it's were so a, many like moves yeah. and stuff and uses oh, of yeah. powers, alterations of it, and I'm like, where has that been all right. this time? We saw little inklings of it in Infinity right. War and a little bit in Endgame, uh, but like, yeah. give us more of that, please. Multiverse of Madness, yeah. No Way Home, show us some actual like sorcery. He's supposed to be a sorcerer, right? Come on. Isn't that what they're <laughs> trying to do? Is not make it like to wizardry like harry no, potter they, i think they originally didn't want to do it wizardry but okay. now they're like let's do it you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's yeah. what I, I like i figured in because that's i they were ashamed i i felt like they were like let's do this realistic mm-hmm. Quote unquote, realistic, <laughs> realistic. <laughs> right. in the dimensions. same universe as a talking tree right uh <laughs> right yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know um uh what was i uh i was gonna say something but i forget what it uh i forget what i was gonna um this all started from us talking about this isn't uatu this isn't uatu and then paul did the the sound and then uh yeah so this isn't uatu uh dr strange is arrogant and reckless oh my favorite part is him defeating those 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 creatures because they were so fantastical and like he was just like boom 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 um and like, and then that final fight scene was cool. Uh, and I thought that Good Strange would win. And I was wrong. Yeah. No, dude. Not in What If. What If is a <laughs> constant bummer, bruh. It's not constantly a bummer. Episode one and two weren't bummers. And then three was, I mean, a bummer. Because well, everybody dies. Well, uh, the Collector defeated the Avengers because he had all their trophies. I mean, so, yes, we could think that. Or also, the, the, the tone of the episode, I guess, and the the ending itself. Because one thing that I, I had been thinking in the first three episodes, despite any of the like sad things or like messed up things that happen in the episode, it's still generally presented through a like a fun, crazy kind of like presentation with little quips all the time and even in the third episode all the avengers died but they they ended it off on the high note of oh but we're gonna get captain america out of the ice and he's got captain marvel on earth they ended it on a high yeah. note and they, but i've been yeah. waiting for like a just a straight up dark episode of what right. if because if we're exploring multiple different timelines and versions of events they're not all gonna turn out that great and i was i was really happy to finally see one that like didn't shy away from that it went right. no some some timelines got like beyond messed up <laughs> right beyond messed up um i don't know whether you read the dc dark multiverse one shots abby around dc death metal or uh oh i've read uh, ah yeah DC i, have, I death haven't metal. gotten started on death metal yet because i'm trying okay. to work my way through all of sandman and i've been meaning okay. to get to <laughs> you don't death have metal, to like, read death metal stuff. uh you don't have to read death metal because death metal is the big event that happens right before infinite frontier and we're in infinite frontier right now so great mm-hmm. but but Ooh. death metal had a thing a bunch of one shots of the the death like yes i see your doomsday <laughs> but the red is that death. red 
Red Death, yeah. Red Death. <laughs> and then uh, Bryce Wayne is what, what they named her. Yeah, The Deep, right? The, the deep. deep, yeah. Or The Drowned? No. 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 The, the under... Deep is the Boys. Yeah, The, the Deep is the Boys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, what? The, the, the Dweller? The... I, I forget was, her name. I thought it was The Drowned or something like that. Oh, The yeah. Drowned. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, What was I saying? Oh, in the DC dark multiverse, they're all destined to die. Like, so each, so it's almost what ifs, but every, everything is, how <laughs> fucked up is this universe going to get before brilliant. it eventually implodes on itself? See, that's uh, when you use it. That's when you say it's brilliant. <laughs> Not when you're punching Nazis and be exactly. like, I just complimented myself. Uh-huh. N- n- never say brilliant about about yourself. I think that's the way it works. Yeah. Something oh. else is brilliant, but if you do something cool, yeah. you never go, oh, bloody brilliant. No. Well, no, it no, would no, be, no, no. it'd be like, it'd be like, it'd be like if I punch someone and I'm like, awesome. It wouldn't, yeah. right? Yeah. Kind of like that. <laughs> like, why would I say awesome about myself? Is uh-huh. that kind like of? A little, if you're Dash from The Incredibles, I could see him saying that because that's his character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's still um, kind of cringe, but not horrible. Awesome is ex- <laughs> like in that case, it's exciting, right? He's like, I'm excited, awesome, like that's kind of the thing. Miss uh, Marauder, Miss Marauder says, I feel like it wasn't a bummer. It was dark, but good dark. I mean, it was good. It wasn't a bummer. Well, the only bummer to me is that Christine keeps dying over and over and over again. Yeah. That part was sad because it's a lot like H. E. Wells's Time Machine, mm-hmm. where where um where, you know, the main character, who's technically supposed to be H.G. Wells. H.G. Wells is supposed to be his own character, I think, in that book. Yeah. Um, uh, he can't stop the death of his wife. And so he then decides to go to the future to figure out if there's an answer in the future of how to change this fixed moment in the past. And so it's kind of like that. So he keeps doing that, and it's just kind of sad and... Uh, 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 that part's a, a bummer. Groundhog's Day, where Bill Murray has to save that homeless guy, and it's just futile. And the one where he's like resuscitating him after feeding him and spending time with him, that mm-hmm. made me harden to this. Also, to uh-huh. the fridge factor, like I said, they couldn't capture capture Rachel McAdams's likeness, so uh-huh. I was so fixated on like, I keep, you, I could draw it. Let me let me get in there. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> just just knock on, on the Marvel animators door. Like I'm here. Where's my desk? Like just move Yeah, yeah. Just give her more <laughs> when her, when she smiles, her smile was so weird. Like they did uh-huh. some sort of mocap thing with her teeth. She didn't have her winning grin that you got from um uh-huh. wedding crashers with uh, <laughs> Mobius in that universe. Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, I you're like on a gravy train. I feel like, I feel like, and maybe it's because I watched a recent episode of Fringe that had a time traveler thing element into it that I was like, oh, I like it when they do something fresh and new with this loop concept. Hmm. Um, um, But I feel like Doctor Strange should have, like, in one of the timelines, told her the truth. And then if she's going to die, then at least, like, she knows the truth and there's Mm -hmm. a sense of closure you know, like it, he's it, like, it was I really... can't stop it. And huh? Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I was just gonna say it is really it's it's that kind of thing of like the whole story 
is technically meant to be about her. The, the entire objective in this whole thing is making sure that she doesn't die. She is the primary objective. But she felt like she was just completely sidelined. She felt more like a plot device than a character. It there, there was a lot lacking in terms of actually having her be involved in the stories trying to keep her alive. <laughs> yeah. It, it, she, it was weird. Yeah, she needs the free like guy treatment. Her own story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the free guy treatment? She just needs to become self-aware <laughs> to be an active... <laughs> An active yeah. participant in the reality yeah. as opposed to an NPC. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, there, there are like a bunch of time loop episodes in different shows and stuff. And I don't know if anyone has a favorite. Um, I think the one that... It... Sorry to bring it back to, to Doctor Who again. But one, when yeah. I think of of time loops, I always either think of... The episode where Rose goes to the wedding on the not yeah to her parents' wedding, which is also the day that her dad dies, and it's like the car because they're stuck in that loop and she's stopping him from going outside where he's supposed to get hit by a car. The car keeps on like circling round, glitching out and then reappearing, just in a constant loop going round and round. And the the only way that they're able to like break out of that loop is by him just walking in front of the car. But they have they actually involve the the parents in that story. They like clue them into what's going on. They have that be like a decision that gets made, yeah, as opposed to a thing that ends up happening. Mm. Yeah, that that's probably the because I I think that's yeah that's the first significant big time loop kind of episode that I probably ever watched and because of that it's just always been <laughs> when I think of a time loop I think of that and I remember crying at the end of the episode no matter how many times I watch it <laughs> I I would love to watch that episode alone like I I don't I I, I haven't I don't think I've ever watched a Doctor Who episode so I would watch that episode. I don't want to. I don't want to pick up. Please don't try to convince that me. That has offended me. Please don't. Forget about please the don't, medieval. Don't, whatever. That has offended. That me. offends you. Okay. I'm just yes. saying. Please don't try to guilt me into watching. I can't. I'm watching Fringe right now. Let me just enjoy my Fringe. I, I was recommended Fringe, and I'm I'm trying to finish that. Let me let me just live my life. <laughs> I, I I will say, in all fairness getting into doctor who now is is always going to be a chore because no matter right. whether you, e even if you go like oh i'm only going to watch the the new doctor who episodes there's still yeah. like 15 seasons of that <laughs> right right starting from eccleston is it yeah. eccleston onwards yeah, yeah christopher eccleston david tennant matt smith peter capaldi yeah. jody wicker wow you yeah. got a purple man you got to deal with you have to unwind <laughs> All the horrors he subjected uh, uh yeah. Jessica Jones to. Jessica yeah. Jones to. Uh Miss Marauder says Palm Springs. Palm Springs is a mm. good time loop movie. Has everybody yes. here seen it? I have. Uh is J.K. Simmons living in Irvine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah. Um I also like the Agents of Shield uh in the final season, Agents of Shield had a time loop episode. Yeah. But but 
the only person who who had their memory was uh Colson, but he had to get turned on yes. to fill yes. them in. Yes. And then, but and then the, the time was getting shorter and shorter. So there uh-huh. was a like gotta get out of the loop before that happens. Mm-hmm. That was a really good episode. And yeah. I really liked that one. That was directed yeah. by um Simmons. Oh, was uh, it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, uh, right. Elizabeth Hensridge. She just got yeah. married. She just got married. She's been making TikToks. Have you seen that? I've seen them every now and then. I, I'll be scrolling through my feed page, and she'll just pop up, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm I'm very sad because she got married, but also Wait, I because see of the Fitz guy. And Simmons? No, I'm kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> just because. Joking. Just because she's she's beautiful. Uh, and uh, but but I see I see her husband, and I'm like. I can't complain. He's a good-looking guy. Go on. <laughs> Go on. And get out of here. I never like, liked you, know you in the first Fair place. Enough. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> no, you didn't mean anything to me. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, I hope, I, I wish them happiness. I walked by her once, and I chose really? not to. Yeah, it was at Comic-Con, but in the hotel area. Uh, the uh-huh. lobby, the downstairs down uh, lobby, and she was walking, and I saw her pass me, and I'm like, I could, but she's going to. Another, I'm not gonna like run after her and whatever. Uh-huh. So, uh, I met. Um, what if? Flood oh my god! Flood. What if? Sorry. What? <laughs> what I, if? I was just saying, I met um, Nick Blood at a comic con. Uh, Nick Blood. Oh, Hunter. Hunter. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. I met. Yeah. He was really, really sweet, and I got a that's cool. Got a photograph. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What if I had stopped to talk to her and she was like, she was like, "Hey, you want to get married? We could have been married." I'm just Whoa. saying. You in know. an alternate timeline. In an alternate timeline. In an alternate timeline. <laughs> Who knows? Now you just need Who to figure knows? out how to hop between dimensions so you can get into that timeline, so you can live in that one. Are you off to study like physics now? <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, definitely. Definitely. Oh, you're going uh, to the science route. You're not going to, uh, you know. Oh, the absorb. magic route. Yeah, the magic route. <laughs> no, yeah. no. Honestly, I would, I would open that gateway and that gnome would come out, and I would be like, "No, I can't." <laughs> you want to be my friend? Uh-huh. You want to be my friend? And then you know, then I, I you can't do that. Have the Henstridge picture, and then you'd be like, "I'm sorry, it's you or me." <laughs> oh. <laughs> What's Doctor what's Strange it? just is Alan Rickman now. <laughs> yeah. What's uh what's Thanos say before uh before he kills uh Gamora? Like I'm sorry, little one, or something like that. Doesn't yeah. he have like a line? Uh, It'd be like that. Yeah. I'm sorry, be that one. one. I have no choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dread it, yeah. fear it, know I'm inevitable. I I I I, I feel like balanced. I feel like doing a TikTok just talking about like the real like the victim of this episode. Is that no yes. guy? Like why? Why? Yes. Why do you have to die? Well, get ahead of it. Chop chop. All right, we're closing up early, everybody. Like, hang on a second. Yeah. Well, I mean, either way, we we do gotta wrap up, but I will look into many, many things. Um Thank you so much, Abby, for coming on the show and talking uh, uh, with us about uh, What If Episode 4. Thank you. Uh, Miss Maria is out there. She's rushing the stage with two viewers. 
thank you so much. We definitely appreciate it. We are wrapping up the What If After Show. Um, but Abby, uh, uh, before we get going, where can people find you? I am primarily on TikTok. That is where I mostly do stuff. Um, I try to post something at like once a day. Occasionally I'll miss a day, but eh, forget about it. Um, <laughs> so I am mainly on TikTok as Abby Zarafa Byrne. It's just my name. Um, same name on Instagram and on Twitter, although those are like progressively less active. <laughs> it's like TikTok is it the is main thing. Yeah. Instagram maybe every couple weeks and then Twitter once in a blue moon. <laughs> yeah. I get it. I get it. Um, I just thought anyone interesting to tweet. Yeah, but your TikToks are great and I love your TikToks. So anyone who's out there on TikTok, make sure that you follow Abby. Um, uh, uh, Paul, uh, what do you what do you got? Um, I don't got COVID because I got vaccinated. I'm gonna get a boost. That's good. All right. That's good. All right. I yeah. Um, no, I'm just doing this. Like I said, uh, Ubers all day long. Yeah. Um, Make sure to call call you up for an Uber ride. Yep. Schedule. Yeah. Schedule. I've come fly yeah. in any of any of the yeah. airports. So. Uh, uh, but what's your social media, Paul? Oh, I'm at. Oh yeah, this is also a podcast. You should listen to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, at Paul Lau Jokes on Twitter and uh, at Mr. Plow on TikTok, Instagram, and fa- I feel like. I feel like you're making me read cue cards at gunpoint. I uh, I will be here. Red dot, red dot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Deadshot. Uh, yeah. Oh, I have this. How are you? How are you lining up your blaster with your eyeball? At the, like, how does this work? Is it this way? The magic of cinema. <laughs> I, I think it's just uh, telescopic, and then he does the whole um, banking the shot thing. It's like Cyclops. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. With bullets. Um, for anyone out there who's watching us on the live stream, yeah, you're watching us on many different platforms. Our main platform is volume.com slash The Keeg Show. So if you haven't already liked or followed or subscribed on whatever you're watching us on, feel free. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a whatever. Uh, you don't have to tip anything. The fact that you guys are watching this or listening to this is 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 enough. If you would like to tip us, we do have that option uh, on volume.com or on Twitch. Or uh, I think my Venmo is on the link uh, uh, in our thing. But if you're on social media, TikTok and Instagram at The Keeg Show to keep track of uh, uh, our schedule, our upcoming shows, because we've got multiple upcoming shows. So, you know, uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, we might have more coming up. So uh, whatever. We're, we're doing a lot of stuff here. Um, and then if you're listening to this as a podcast or you want to listen to the, uh, the podcast, uh, look up the key on anywhere you get your podcast. So uh, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud or Spotify or Google Play. We're all over the place. Um, but Thank you so much to the to the people out there watching. Thank you so much to Abby for coming on the show. Thank you to Paul for uh, 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 being co-host. And uh, we will see everybody next week. I believe we have Darth Chaco next week uh, for What If After Show. And the week after, we have What If... A- uh, uh, he's a voice actor on What If, Isaac Robinson Smith. He will be on the show two weeks from now. 
So uh, he's already been in the first episode. He was the Hydra goon that Captain Carter, like, fights in the first episode. Oh, sick. Uh, yeah, like so the Isaac. German? Yeah, the German. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the one who's like, he's like, oh, Fraulein. Yeah, that face. Like, oh, little Fraulein. Blah, blah, blah. And then, like, he, whatever. Isaac can do the voice way better than me. Uh, almost spot on. Um, but Isaac's, I believe Isaac's in another episode. So we're kind of figuring out, like, will it? Will we luck out and get him on an episode of an episode that he's on? Who knows? We'll see. But we'll be talking to him about his experiences, too. So there's a lot of cool stuff coming up uh, uh, with the uh, with the What If After Show and the Keeg in general. But, Abby, thank you so much for coming thank on Thank you here. for inviting me back. Thank you so much. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> uh, uh, once again, this was the What If After Show, talking about episode four of Marvel's What If. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and uh, peace out. Take care, everybody. See you next week. Super strong or super fast